Hi, I'm Michelle Obama, and in my new Audible original podcast, I'll be talking with some very special guests about issues that affect all of us, like overcoming self-doubt, building support systems, and being there for others. It's all about kindling the flame inside of you so that we can meet the challenges life throws our way and steady ourselves in uncertain times. I hope you'll get as much insight from these conversations as I did. Listen to The Light Podcast on Audible. New episodes drop weekly. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash your light. Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. Welcome to your safe space. Welcome to the place where women just like you are shedding their skin for a good laugh, a moment of inclusivity, and yes, sometimes the occasional tear. I'm Ashley, loudmouth writer and the creator of Dear Young Queen. And I'm Alexis, mother, tribe leader, investor, foodie, and international explorer. This is a place to feel safe, comfortable, and vulnerable. Week after week, we'll bring these women into our studio and we'll talk to them about the experiences that form the distinctive pieces that make up their crowns and turn them into the women that they are today. And we're talking women from all walks of life, women prominent in business, media, entertainment, mothers, wives, sisters, friends, anybody that has a story to share and can help us all learn and grow. Come and brag and flex on who you are. Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. Ah, you know, I don't watch comments. I don't look at them. Yeah. And I, it's, I cringe watching myself, too. You do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to hear my voice and to see me, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because I know it's nothing you can do about it. Once it's out, it's out. It's out. And I don't, I don't want to, like, critique myself. You the know? comments can hurt and help. Yeah. They really right? can. But I will tell you what happens in the comments when it is full of women who want to support and are really taking mm. in your content for what it's meant to do. It'll inspire you. Yeah. It will encourage you to keep putting out more content because you're like, it is falling on the right ears. Interesting. The right people that need to hear it are hearing it. Um, And so I I think that creating these spaces and these communities, areas where women can go Mm -hmm. and use their voice is important. Whether it's us or the guests or even the people in the comments. And you've done a great job of that, just being a supporter of what you have done. It women do feed off of each other. They do. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Everyone has a superpower. And they're invited to share it here. Yes, we welcome Um, that. Without a doubt. Lex, look, no guests today. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like that. I think it's great for just us to kind of dip into our passions and who we are and what makes us who we are. So, you know, on every episode, we identify those moments that that shifted the queens in some way, shape, or form. So I want to hear about some of your first, and I promise I'll tell you about some of mine. Okay, I like that. I like that. When was the first time you broke someone's heart? I always had a fear of actually breaking my mother's heart. Ooh. Um, So I think I didn't do a lot of things in my youth that I thought might break my mother's heart. So I abstained from breaking anybody's heart well until I got into college. (laughs) Wow. And then when I got to college, I dated a guy who just was years older than me and at a different point in his life than I was. And I could not figure out for the life of me, girl, how to end it. 
I didn't want to hurt him because I knew he was a great guy that didn't deserve it. He did everything right. He loved me so much. Like there were a million reasons why I couldn't leave him. A million reasons why I couldn't tell him how I really felt. Yeah, yeah. And not being able to do that, I started to step out on the relationship. I started cheating on him and I started spending time with the person that made me feel all the things I was missing. So filling in those blanks. I didn't have the heart to tell him that leave, move out, go on with your life. Like I didn't have it because I still cared about him. I wanted him to be okay. I felt bad. But what ended up making him feel worse was that he ended up finding out that I was cheating on him and he knew the person. And I'll never forget the moment that I realized he knew. I, at the time, lived with a roommate. I was maybe a senior or junior in college And I just got back from hanging out with this other guy. And I walk into my house and she's like, oh my God, tell me all about it. And so I start telling her, I'm like, oh my God, and we did this. And I just like him so much. All of a sudden in the middle of my story, he was outside of my apartment door and had heard everything. Oh my goodness. Wait a minute. (laughs) Sis, he heard everything. Every, all of my thoughts on the date, oh, no. how much I liked this other man, how I couldn't wait to see him again, how I had lied to him. Because she was like, everything. well, what did you tell so-and-so you were doing? And he heard it all. Girl, he heard everything. And I ended up breaking that man's heart way worse than I would have ever broken it if from the jump I was able to have that conversation with him. But I wasn't. Isn't that something? Years before what men did to me, mm. I did it to somebody else. That, it's heartbreaking to hear, actually. I What's more like- heartbreaking is to now be an adult woman and know that men are doing this to women that I know. The men are stepping out on their relationships or doing this or doing that. When, yeah, a lot of them are assholes and pieces of shit. So let's, clear, let's clarify that. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Let's clarify that. But there are some men who just are not actually quite sure how to break some heartbreaking news to somebody. Yeah, I agree with that. And think that cheating in secret is like the best way to handle it. Now, again, we're grown now. I'm explaining a story that happened to me while I was still in college. So, yeah, you should have the balls and the ability to have those conversations as as adults. But when you care for somebody... You don't want to hurt them. No, not at all. To be fair, he's in a very happy marriage now. Good, good for he him. He has children. He has, we're still friends. Like, you know, we yeah. were able to get well, you past guys were young. It. This we happened were young. in college. But now, literally at, over a decade. Yeah, but look at where you are now. It's part uh, of your dating story and your history and how you maneuver and how you move and now how you love. So that's a very important life lesson. And truth be told, now I have not grown past that desire to not hurt somebody. Mm. Um, I was recently asked by a guy that I was seeing, he asked me a question about another guy. And I looked at him and the concern he had in his eyes about it. And I was faced again with that moment like I wasn't in college. Like, do I tell him the truth and hurt his feelings with this or do I just lie? And I... Not quite evolved. Okay. (laughs) I'm still working on me. I told a lot more of the truth 
I, you know, I shared who the person was and what our relationship mm-hmm. was, but I still couldn't give him everything. And I, I don't think you should, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't feel like you should. You could keep something sacred that happened between you and your uh, ex to yourself. You don't have to share everything. Yeah, but even, I mean, like, I, I still can't confidently stand in front of somebody and tell them the truth if it will hurt their feelings sometimes. Mm. And that's, I don't like that. I would like to be able to look at a man and know if it hurts him, it hurts him. But if I'm for him, then he'll stick around. So let me ask you this. Would you like someone to be honest with you? I would. Really? But I'm struggling being on the other side of it. I really am. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know that you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover? Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com forward slash online privacy protection. But anyways, enough about me, Lex. I want to know about one of your first. The one place you can always find Alexis is underneath a com- underneath a picture of a family <laughs> With a black heart and the word tribe. <laughs> oh, yes, Yo, yes, You can yes. always find her there. The one, one of the things that she's most proud of is her tribe. Right. Um, your four children are special. I don't know why all my kids, I always pick a favorite. I won't say it on air. One of your kids is one of my favorites. <laughs> I think I might know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're not allowed to have favorites around here. No. But I do. what I do want to know is tell me about the first time, because you've now done this at least four times. Yes, yes. Tell me about the first time you read a positive pregnancy test. Wow. My first positive pregnancy test. I was was 20. You were basically a teen mom. Yeah, yes. I met my ex at 19, so I don't know what I was thinking. Growing up in the Midwest, and just with my parents are entrepreneurs and into politics, local businesses, and everything like that, they had a plan for me, as most of our parents, they do. They have a plan for us. Not that we have our own plan. They want us to do X, Y, and Z. And so when I found out I was pregnant, and, you know, you're not even legal age to drink. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm 20. You're not an adult, technically. Yeah. I mean, you're an adult because you're 18, but... Yeah, but like... The whole world don't consider you an adult. And then I'm like, you know... Being at that age, you just really, you you don't have the plans for the future as of yet. Now I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Okay, well, this shifts, but it's, you know, someone I love. And like, okay, well, you know, he has a good job. So <laughs> we, we could take care of the baby. But I'm like, my shit's all fucked up. Like what I thought was going to be my life. But in hindsight, I grew up with my baby girl. Like we grew up, we traveled the world together. She was my accessory. Yeah. Everywhere I went, she went. And, um, you know, both of us as young parents, we thrived and definitely made some mistakes, but I'm a pro. Outside of your partner, who was the first person you told? The first person I told was my, I would tell my mother. Really? I did. I was scared. Yeah. I was going to shit my pants because I was like, this is not what we planned, and this is not what she planned. Because I was scared of my dad. But I think a part of them were like, well, what's done is done. And plus, I didn't live with them. I didn't depend on them at that time. So it was just like, well, this is what you're going to choose to do with your partner. And I was very much with my partner all the time. So like 
with that being said, we just decided. Yeah. So it was just bonus telling her at that point. I was scared of my dad, though. I was scared of what he was going to say. Did she end up telling him or you did? I did. You did. She, she gave me that grace. Was she there? Did you need a buffer? No, she wasn't there. Oh, just you and him. And it was a little further on now. Like, by then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even, like, the blessing about me with my pregnancies, I didn't show it till like, the last trimester anyway. So I, I took some time to really let it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really kept it for a while because I was scared to death of it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't know. You had no idea. That was a big decision to make. Were you by yourself when you took the test or had, was, was your partner around? My partner was with me. Okay, so you were you already had an idea. Yeah, and plus, like, plus we knew we weren't doing yeah, yeah, what yeah. we weren't doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We knew what we were doing and how you get pregnant. So, you know. Yeah. But I'm scared as shit now for my daughter and my kids. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, because they're inching up on the age you were oh. when you had your child. Yeah. Yeah. That's my path, you know what I mean? That's what ended up happening. And then literally after having a Ray, 14 months later, here comes another one. What was I thinking? I had three under five. Fertile Myrtle ass bitch. Yo, three under five. That's Fertile crazy. Fertile Myrtle. He obviously didn't believe in uh, safe sex. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be black and unlimited? Well, it means being exactly who you are. To be unlimited in your potential. To be unlimited in your creativity. To be unlimited in your imagination. And to be unlimited in your vision. Throughout the year, join Walmart in amplifying the voices of Black brands and creators, giving them a stage to spotlight their unlimited brilliance. That's Black and Unlimited. Visit walmart.com forward slash Black and Unlimited to learn more. So Lex, we have this whole podcast. Um, You know, queen is a word that when I started Dear Young Queen was like new, and now it's like we're verging on overuse, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, queen? Yeah, like, I, I, right. I see you, queen. All right. It's like almost at the overuse thing. But there's yeah, just something yeah. so powerful about that word. Absolutely. And what it means and how it defines a woman. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what makes you a queen? What makes me a queen? What makes me a queen is the fact that I can get myself out of a rut. The fact that I cannot show it on my sleeve, the fact that I can still keep my crown on straight and walk in my truth. Never let them see you sweat, huh? That's right. Even when you're boiling underneath. Oh, my goodness. Sweating. You got, you got stains. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. My favorite analogy like that is where I, I can't remember where I heard it or where I learned it, but someone said that they're like a duck, mm. smooth and calm on top of the water. But underneath the water, paddling like yes. hell. Yes. Paddling like hell. Um, so yeah, it's very queen-like. Very queen. So Ashley, as the founder <laughs> of this movement yeah. that we are so proud to be a part of, what defines you as a queen? You know, it's like when someone asks you your name and tell you one thing about yourself and you panic because you're like, ah, what makes me a queen? I run yeah. around calling myself a queen every day. Even people yeah. have picked up the nickname now. They'll be like, what's up, young queen? You do that sometimes yes, to me. Absolutely. Um, so this question feels hard at first. I think the grace, there's so much grace associated um, with being a queen. Um, I think the pictures that we see, is like, it's true royalty. They hold their head high. They put their shoulders back. There's just so much about how a queen moves with grace that I admire. 
Um, and so automatically I feel like I want to fall into like, my grace is what makes me a queen. But sometimes I don't really think I have any. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes I just want to blurt shit out and yes. say it and I don't move, move with as, as much grace as I want. So it's like, honestly, I think what makes me a queen is is very much like you. It's continuing to show up after being knocked down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's continuing to readjust the crown when it started to slip. To me, what makes me a queen is that when the world or other people tried to define who I was, I decided to stand in my own power and say instead, hey, let me show you who I am. Mm. Girl, you don't see this neck, bitch? Oh. This neck is thick. It's meant to hold a crown, a heavy one with oh. lots of jewels. Oh. You think God did this for nothing? <laughs> I'm like Floyd. Okay. Have you ever seen Floyd Mayweather training for a fight? He does. I don't think so. Girl, no. they usually got showtime. They'll do like oh, a- Oh, the show that they have before yeah, they fight. Yeah, yeah, Yes. So they have this thing where he was like working out. And one of the things he does is like on the edge of the boxing ring, he like does neck ups. And there's, is it weighted? Yeah. I think I have seen that. So <laughs> yeah. let me retract that. Yes, I have seen him do that. <laughs> I always thought I was confident. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I doubted myself or something knocked me down, something came and told me to lift my head back up. I was strengthening strengthening this next so that I would be able to carry the crown that I really, really deserve. I like that. I like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yo, if you thought the McCrispy was bussing, hold up. Bacon and Ranch have entered the chat. Say hello to the Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's limited time only. Well, that's the thing that people don't really talk about, how confidence is something that you grow into. I agree with that. I feel like people like either you're confident or you're not. It's like, that's not true. There have yeah, been moments overnight. in my life where I grew up in a neighborhood where I felt very different and other. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I had very much confidence except for in one place, which was like at dance practice or the dance studio yeah, or on yeah. the field or the stage, right? Like that's where my confidence came from. And I moved to New York City and I discovered a different confidence. Yeah. I found confidence in my voice and what I had to say. I found confidence in my look. Like, you know, like you just. And independence and, and time management and communication. Because New York is definitely a different kind of city. It's a different kind of beast. You're basically swept, just thrown out of your comfort zone. So you have to like. Yeah, there's nothing get into like it. this. There's nothing like this. You've never this. quite prepared to come to a city like this. No, not yeah. at all. And then once you do it, you're like, oh, I could do it. Confidence up another level. Absolutely. You keep unlocking levels levels of confidence as you get older. It's pretty easy to brag on yourself when you are feeling confident. The way Absolutely. I can the way I can reflect on the time where I wasn't confident is much easier because I'm in this space now. But I feel like sometimes we forget those moments when we were not confident and those were some of the deepest moments. When was the last time you were we're not feeling confident. I have one. I remember I would, did not feel confident when I was getting ready to move my family to Israel. This was a move from really New York City to an international city, and not just any international city, the international city of spirituality and religion. So I wasn't confident because here I am. I am the mother, and I'm rearing this family. And here we are moving abroad, starting a new life. A new journey. We're like, you can't even like help. Like you oh don't know goodness. where to go to get the things Anything. to solve. Like You're starting from scratch, from, really. From scratch. Yeah. Like yeah. that's tough. From I need things from the grocery store till someone is sick. Yeah. Yeah. 
to my child needs medicine, this is in another language. Is this the one to give them? There's there's culture adjustment too. Instilling that confidence in these children. Like now you're going to an international school with kids from all over the world. How old were your Tough. kids when you made that move? Our youngest was three going to four. So that I had a fourth grader at the time, a fifth grader, and a eighth grader. That's not the best time for mom not to feel com- confident. Man, like, <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you. That's right when they need you. This junior absolutely, high is a absolutely. beast in its own. And Sixth to eighth grade is like... And you're going from these massive schools and, and American culture, which is also very different than international culture. Like, you know, we have homecoming and prom over there. They don't... The sports are... If you're really good, then you get put on a team and you're shipped away. And, you know, like they go went from... 15 kids into a class at only six where they were all different age groups. Like my oldest was she eighth grade. So she was in there with high schoolers. And so it was almost like, you know, homeschooling. Yeah. It was they de- got definitely like a different. sneak peek of like homeschool before the pandemic hit. Absolutely. Yeah. They got a version of Which it. That, that, that kicked my ass. I know. I can, I can only imagine. Ass. Before we get out of here, I want to do a quick rapid fire. I'm going to start my timer. Okay. 60 seconds. I'm going to ask you questions. Boy, I'm in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat. We can switch. We can switch. Don't worry. But you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. There is no thinking about it. There is no right answer. (sighs) It's just 60 seconds. Fire. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. Okay, Here we go. Lexus, where did we meet? New York. Plane, train, or boat? Boat. Last movie you watched? Um, Save the Last Dance. What? Favorite designer? (laughs) A Louis Vuitton. Favorite ice cream fla- flavor? Um, strawberry. Last meal you ate? Um, last meal I ate was turkey, a turkey bacon, scrambled eggs, and French toast. Okay. Um, last app you used on your phone? App Instagram. Are you easy to, easy or hard to please? Easy. Last time you worked out? Tuesday. Favorite city to shop in? New York. Wine, champagne, or tequila? Ooh, tequila. Preferred airline? Emirates. Ooh, good one. <laughs> beach, va- beach vacation or snow vacation? Beach. Favorite oh, color? Mermaid. Indigo. Favorite designer? Virgil. And- Ooh, 60 seconds. Okay. You killed it. You got through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Last movie you watched being Save the Last Dance is crazy. It's so random. I've been on my old kick lately of watching these old movies. I think now that I've, in different parts of my life, I'm watching them differently. Nah, yo. Save the Last Dance is not nothing you could watch differently. Except for one thing. You know how you forget? Girl, we used to think she was killing it. She is not killing it in Save the Last Dance, yo. That's real. That's real. I'm, you know, before I was like, okay, okay. go girl. Remember, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, look, look. but now I was like, mm. uh, uh-uh. I saw a TikTok. Somebody put it on, like one of the younger why, kids. I think that's why I ended up watching it because you saw something. Yeah, for sure, girl. We used yeah. to thought little Julia. What was her name? Julia, not Julia Wild. What was her it, name? I forget. Um, Julia, not Julia Fox, but either. it's Julia something. Julie, not Childs. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's the chef from back in the day, the oh. British chef. <laughs> Rest Oops. in peace. Either way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So I think you got through all but one of them in 60 seconds, which is impressive. Thank you. Go ahead, that was girl. tough. It, it's not easy. Okay. 
Here you go. 60 seconds. Okay, I'm gonna rapid fire you. Let's do it. Favorite color? Red. Favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Vanilla bean. Mmm, so old school. Yeah. Guilty pleasure. Watching like bad dating reality television shows like like Love Island and Love is Blind. <laughs> That's and all pretty good. Like that. Okay, good, good. That's pretty good. Favorite designer? Um, uh, favorite designer? Me. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Okay, okay. <laughs> Pass. Woman who motivates you the most? My mom. Mm, hi, mama. For sure. Favorite country to travel to? I'm going to say Africa. That's a continent. That's... Ah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and again, I'm failing. Plane, train, or boat? Uh, airplane. Okay. Last movie you watched? I, I don't watch movies. Oh, uh, is Dahmer a movie? Dahmer? No, it's a series, a docu-series. Oh, the, the story of Manta, Manti Teo. The, the football player That's that had the fake... That's also a docu-series. It is? It is? Yeah. None. <laughs> <laughs> Last book you read? Last book oh, I read. Oh, Damn. All right. Well, I lose. <laughs> All right. Fine. Nice to know you want our little rapid fire. See you later, sis. Bye. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega, Veneta. At eBay, it's real. Or it's getting the fake out eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scope of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their fields with meticulous eyes, making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel. The weight of pure platinum, the exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royales will always be on point. The details, inspected. The fakes, rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Walgreens knows you need your medications, but sometimes what you really need is a prescription for more time with your family or friends or just more time to do what you want on a Saturday afternoon. That's why Walgreens offers same-day prescription delivery to where you are. So you can get more than just your meds. You can get your prescription to save time at the pharmacy. And when you have pharmacy questions, which let's face it, we all do, Walgreens will be there for you with a helpful 24-7 pharmacy chat. So when you need to know, which med do I take before bed again? Or is it safe to have a glass of wine with my prescription? You can ask a Walgreens pharmacy expert that question, no matter where you are or what time of day it is. And that gives you more than just answers. It gives you your prescription for peace of mind. Delivery is available on eligible prescriptions only. See details at walgreens.com forward slash prescription delivery. Be sure to check out Deary and Queen the podcast each and every week.